0: Rod I went to Arizona State Rod I'm a Sun Devil man State of the Sun Devils From Arizona Sports With Jesse Morrison Jeremy Schnell And Jake Anderson
1: Hello and welcome into another edition of State of the Sun Devils Alongside Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson I'm Jeremy Schnell Got a lot to get to Not a lot of time to do it So I'm going to start straight off with it Jake Um First of all, big domino yesterday was the Jaden Rashada stuff, and we're obviously excited, blown away, happy. But from what the sense that you got today at the little media mixer that that you went to, what was uh, the sense that you got from from the coaches on how everything went down? What's funny about today's experience is it was the exact setup that we had during
2: fall camp to where we spoke to all the assistant coaches in the cafeteria and then went to go talk to the head coach and the presser. Obviously it's an entirely not entirely, but almost all a different staff. But this the palpable energy in the air. Remember we talked about that when Iguano took over? Like and I asked I asked Brian Ward about it, I asked DJ Foster about it, and they're all saying the same thing. It's Kenny Dillingham is the leader of this whole thing and has established this energy and this change of if you want to be here. You come here, but it's not you're coming to work to get the job done. It's you're coming to work because you want to do the work. And you're seeing that all starting to trickle down. And then when you get Jaden Rashada, who is almost like the quintessential, like, what ASU is building right now. Like, he didn't go to high school here, but his dad played here. And when he was eight years old, he drew a picture of himself playing in Sun Devil Stadium in pencil. He gave it to Dillingham, showed it to him. (laughs) So, like, he literally... Had this vision ten years ago, and it's now it's coming to fruition. It's coming true, and he and Dillingham even said his 2024 class, he's calling it the 24 Carat class. <laughs> he said he's already getting text messages from other quarterbacks, being like, "I see you, coach," and it's like, "I, I want to come to ASU." And that first domino could be the most important domino of what Dillingham keeps saying.
1: This is his dream job. He wants to be here for 30 years. Here is Kenny Dillingham talking about Jaden Rashada.
0: He's just a great person. Uh, You know, you get caught up in, you know, media is media. Y'all are part of the media. So, uh, you know, the narrative is the narrative is the narrative is what sells. And I think sometimes when you get caught up in a narrative that's fun to write about, you know, your name can get put in ways that it shouldn't. And this is a really, really good kid who wanted to be an Arizona State Sun Devil, whose dad played at Arizona State. Who grew up wearing jerseys? Who wrote his dad, drew a picture, and gave it to his dad when he was eight years old of him playing uh, at Sun Devil Stadium? It was in pencil. He showed it to me. This is a kid who gets to live out his dream, and that's pretty special.
1: Jake, that's so cool. That, that's, I mean, that's just so cool. Like that's that's the type of story. Like you've seen that in kids, like Aiden Hutchinson that went to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like his dad played at Michigan and played offensive line there, and he drew. Like I. Pretty sure that's a similar story yeah. to that. So it goes back to everything that Kenny Dillingham has been talking about is not obviously Rashad is he's living in Pittsburgh now, but like keeping kids that like want to be here and have always wanted to be here
2: here. So I think the perfect guy that they brought in and he was there today was DJ Foster. And I got a chance to speak to him for about five, six minutes. Um, His exact title thing is the manager of player development. But essentially what that means is he can be a mentor to these guys without being their coach and be like, hey, not too long ago, I was literally in your shoes in this building. And I went to high school here, and I went to the NFL, and I played in the NFL here, which is again that Hutchinson yeah. story. So I think it's—I just think it's—it's it's really cool. And again, I'm from here, so all the high schools, all the high school head coaches, all the local talent staying and now coming back. To me, it's—it's—it's it's, it's something that I don't think we've seen in an Arizona
3: State program for at least the last two coaching regimes. Jeremy, uh, I just got to ask you a question, real quick. Mm. You said he's living in Pittsburgh. What Pittsburgh do you think he's living in? Pennsylvania. Yeah, his high school's name is Pittsburgh, and he, he he's
1: he's lives Cali, in yeah. Pittsburgh,
3: California, with Whoa. no H on the end. Is that, is that a fine? Is that a, that's a, is that a big fine? That's a big. Fi- that's that's only five dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's- that's pretty funny. Thanks thanks for getting me on that one. Of course.
3: I was I saw I you read that like so very much like you were talking about Pennsylvania and I was just like uh Yeah, he's living in Pittsburgh right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PA. Yeah. Pittsburgh, California. <laughs> Jake wanted me to Jake just showed me a piece of paper. That's great. It's like Portland, Maine. Even though Portland, Maine is actually like... Portland, Maine's great. I mean, yeah, it's a big city still. Great food city. (laughs) You like lobster. Portland, Maine. Glendale, California. Miami of Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) We'll stop naming cities now. Um, More about... Miami, Ohio! (laughs) More about Rashad. from Georgia! Here's Kenny Dillingham talking about... What specifically makes Jaden uh, Rashad, Rashada a great quarterback? I just played that. Okay. <laughs> Here is Kenny Dillingham on how big of a domino it was for Jaden Rashada to come to
0: ASU. Yeah, I think it just, that's a kid who's been through a lot. And I think that just shows you that being happy still matters. And all these decisions, there's so many things that get thrown at these 16, 17-year-old kids, adults, handlers, professional recruiters that put all this stuff in kids' minds about why you can't go here, why you can't go there. At the end of the day, you got to show up and be happy somewhere because if you're not happy, right, you're not going to perform to your highest level of ability. That's simple. And he is showing people it's okay to go to a place – like this place who's building. And be happy. It's okay. And now these other kids that are saying, man, they were three and nine last year. Yeah, we were three and nine last year. I, I got too many big offers to go there. I, we were three and nine last year. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can come here. College football's best teams in the country because the best players in the country go there. It's very, very simple. Culture, good players. The players choose where the good players go. So if you want to come here, if you want to stay home, if you want to move to paradise, you come here. Elite players are already doing it. You're not the first one. Come join it.
3: I really like Dillingham's recruiting strategy. And here's why. His recruiting strategy is everyone's recruiting strategy that they've that like everyone's ever had, other than for some reason ASU coaches. It's Arizona's really nice. The food is good out here. Come to Arizona. <laughs> so something I think that they did that's actually really smart is like
2: it was basically like if they could if they didn't actually come here on a visit or on official visit, like Rashad actually did, but like the, the biggest thing was it was like Hey, uh, if you're from Chicago, like, how's the weather over there right now? And it's awful. It's snowing. It's terrible. And you're like, huh? Pretty nice outside. You wanna go go golf? You you wanna go in the pool? (laughs) Like, and and, and it's it's like in the summer, you might have some practices, but like, you can leave and like go wherever and then you're right back. So, the, the everything, like Jesse said, everything that we talk about, even from a pro standpoint, it's like you can literally take the worst parts of the country, like, weather wise. And just be like, yo, this is what we got here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard Ragel talking about he his recruits to special teamers. You're never going to have to punt in bad weather in Arizona. The air is going to be hotter. Your muscles will not uh, get tight in the cold when you're on the sideline all game. Like, I like, like, think it, we're getting a new long snapper, a new punter, seat. a new kicker. Like, it's,
3: all the punters have been great since I've been here. Wait. Except for Sleepy was not
1: great. <laughs> wait, wait, but... The cold tub is refreshing in Arizona. The cold tub people regret getting in when you're in North Dakota or whatever.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm telling you, like... This is the e- it's the easiest recruiting strategy of like anywhere in it's the sunny. country. It's it's, it's sunny. Nice. It's nice. Come here. And like for some reason it seems like no coach that I've ever heard talk about Arizona State has just done the bare minimum, like easiest thing
1: to do when you're recruiting, which is just say, look outside. And it's a big school. If you're set you're setting yourself up for the rest of your life, which is what Dillingham has talked about. You have so many options on what you want to study, on what you want to learn. What do you want to invest in when you're done playing? Right, like
2: a big what school. What do you want to do, you so do pro if you don't play football?
3: ASU is a good school. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> number one in what? innovation. Yeah, number one in innovation. Great business school. Great journalism school. The the the. the uh, the engineering school is growing. Like th- there are a lot of good programs. There's four campuses here.
1: There's four. You can. Burke it, goes a lawyer.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. The one of the questions was how come it it seemed like all the hometown kids came back and then all the out of town kids committed and Dilly basically was like that was more so just the fact that they were coming home for winter break and they were like yeah I can play here I should I'm I'm playing here like it's it's I'm home. I know where I've been the last, wherever it's been. And that's what Kenny actually said. He's like, I didn't realize until he's from here. He's, I didn't realize until I went to Memphis, Florida state, Auburn and Oregon, how good it is here, man. There are seasons
3: in other.
1: Yeah. Like (laughs) I
3: I, I don't like personally, I don't need any seasons other than like spring.
1: Eh, I like other seasons, you know, I like basketball season. We'll talk about that soon. Coming up A little bit teaser. Um, And something something that um, Kenny Dillingham said in that soundbite that we played, Jesse, um, he said Rashada has been through a lot. Do you guys know like some of the background story as to how his recruitment went?
3: Yeah, so like he was he signed on with Florida, correct? And then like they couldn't give him the NIL money that he was like promised or whatever. 13 mil.
1: Yeah. That's what he was supposed to get. Yeah. Think about what that says about ASU. They can't. They can't give them that. They, they don't have. They don't have that. They, they that we know of. Yeah. But at, at some, I may, hopefully, at some point, ASU will. It's a thirteen I mean, millions a, a lot for a can, young kid. Can, I don't know if I ever really. I don't know. Kenny Kenny Dillingham said this with Gambo yesterday when he was on with uh, Burns and Gambo. You can check that out on the Arizona Sports app. But he basically he said that. We have the biggest alumni base in the entire country. Yeah, the biggest school. Yeah, I've like in terms yeah, like, of uh, students. Th- think about the investment that the, the investments that aren't being made that can be at some point.
3: Yeah, and, like, and I and I take that back. You know, I, I personally just I just want to win in football, so you give all these kids tons of money. <laughs> but yeah, so NIL Collective, Rashada, Sun, Sun Angel Collective, shout out them.
1: Originally, originally committed to University of Miami, signed with Florida. And then was able to get his uh, national letter of intent basically ripped up yeah. that he signed back in the winter.
3: When was it? Early like signing November, period. November, December, right? right? Yeah,
1: early signing period. Oh yeah, that was like December tenth or something. Yeah, like that. it's yeah, like yeah. right out. It's like right
3: before bowl season. Right after the season ends.
1: Anyway, we'll, we'll finish up this uh, Rashada talk, talking about um, just the process of how everything went down, like. What what happened? How did how did this all come come to fruition?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jaden and I have a relationship that goes far back and uh, it's been a really natural and genuine relationship, you know, throughout his entire process. He would ask me questions uh, even after he committed to other institutions uh, and he would ask me questions. Coach, what do you think about this? And I was always just a uh, sounding board for him. I mean, that's really what our job is as coaches is you're not going to get every kid uh, You're not supposed to get every kid, nor does it work out like that. And uh, my biggest thing is to keep relationships with these guys and be a sounding board for them. And uh, in this situation, you know, that came back to a situation where he, you know, got back on the market, and there was a period of time for about a month I couldn't talk to him, and then he got back on the market, he hits me up, hey, coach. And from there, it just happened naturally because our relationship had always been natural, genuine, And I would continue that relationship even when I knew that or I thought I wasn't going to be able to coach him. And uh, here we are.
1: That's what happened with Cliff Kingsbury, too. Like when, when he said he kept a relationship with Kyler when he wasn't able to sign him at Texas Tech. Like he kept a relationship with Kyler Murray. No, <laughs> that, that's what. Yeah, but I, I just
3: I don't want to compare this to that. Well, no, but I'm saying like eventually they got sure.
1: I'm saying I, I'm I'm relating it to that.
3: Sure, but let, let's hope that Kenny Dillingham and Jaden Rashad aren't yelling at each other on the sidelines. Of not the game. What, that's not the point. I was trying not to not ideal. Make here. But that's where my mind went. <laughs> but yeah, I I do want to say though that like. Uh, Dillingham did say that there would be a five way quarterback competition. Which yeah, I was I don't, about to get into. I that. don't know who the the fifth is, uh, but um, this is just this is great because
1: you know he's close to he's trying to count right now. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. He's like Pine, Conover, Rashada, Bourque.
3: There's like Bennett, Meredith, yeah, D- Mclemore, and then one other kid. But yeah, um but, but yeah, no, I think this is also just a great stepping stone because Rashada is like right below a five-star. He's the number 31 pick, uh the number 31 uh in ESPN 300. Some
1: places have him as a five-star. On 247, he was 44th. He was 31st on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. He was um Number seven quarterback, um, yeah, and the number six overall player in California,
3: yeah, and Rivals had him as as a uh, four star as well. So, like, I'm gonna go with Dalen Mclemore,
2: yeah, because he's a Redshirt junior, yeah. So the other two are Redshirt freshmen.
1: Dalen can't hold him. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> it got smile so back there. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Danny Shapiro too much.
2: He like does lead he, editor of News? Does Does he like Macklemore? No, no he just he not make dumbass jokes. jokes like yeah. that. Oh, I, I like <laughs>
3: Macklemore. I'm like I'm people. He's like the Nickelback of rap for some reason, but but I like him. Uh, but anyway, though, but like yeah, you know he's the sixth or seventh best uh, quarterback. You know this is a stepping stone to getting the first or second. That's my opinion about this. And, like, I mean, so,
1: what, yeah. what was Jaden Daniels like the third best quarterback in his class? Something like that?
2: I don't remember, but what was funny is we were talking about Bo Baldwin, the OC today, and, you know, what does he see in, in Rashada? And and a lot of what he said was basically what the scouting was on Jaden Daniels. Um, and it was funny because he goes, Yeah, I, I recruited him as well. So mm-hmm. he, he understood that, like, yeah, like they are talented, but like it, Rashad is taller than him. He's six four, man. Yeah, like yeah, still skinny though. Yes, true. But you hope that as that comes with literal physical maturity, he'll get in a weight room and he'll get bigger. So I got questions for you guys. Uh, we have answers. Also, Conover and
3: Pine, Per Dillingham are accurate, and you cannot coach accuracy. Correct. I agree. Uh, Jeremy would probably disagree. He sees some guy that that completes Josh
1: Allen somehow. He, not com- coach. he
3: completes some guy that that. Jeremy's like, oh, that guy. How's that working out for him? Not well this year. He's like, oh, that guy completed forty nine percent of his passes, but he's six foot four and looks really good throwing in shorts. He's got a can. Oh, he's gonna be the number three overall pick. Uh,
2: I also don't understand the Bills. They throw the ball, and then when come playoff time, they're in a blizzard
1: and they can't run. Yeah, it's almost like they need a dome stadium. <laughs> Gosh I would hate for them to play in a dome Jesse your Uh, question But anyway my
3: question is Like I want want, I'm going to give mine but I want you guys First to like Rank the Order in which you See like the competition Working out like what's the depth Chart going to be Come I believe the first game is August 31st If Rashada isn't it's going to be Pine in my opinion okay
2: um, just because Pine has a, so much experience at the collegiate level at a high level, and he like I know Notre Dame sucked at the beginning of the year last year, but he was not the quarterback. He was the quarterback when they turned it around. So he has talent. He's accurate. I think in the I think that his ceiling is not as high as Rashada's. But if we're talking about August thirty first, Week One, who do you want to be leading your program? Maybe it's Pine. Who knows? But th- those would be my two. And then three and four is going to be between Conover and and Borgay. And so hey, uh, Borgay might beat that one out just because he's so much older. But he also wants to become a coach.
1: So um, Rashada, Borgay, Pine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What
3: about the... So would you go Conover four and then yeah. Macklemore five? Yeah. Okay. So I've been told by... Uh, Somewhat sources close to the situation that Drew Pine was awful at Notre
1: Dame. <laughs> well, yeah, we've seen that. <laughs> so, it was like eighty. It, what he had eighty one yards against Stanford, something against like some that. Other, they yeah. won though.
3: I, no, no, Stanford beat them. Right, that was that weird upset. Anyway, uh, eight and two is eight and two. And then I haven't heard the best things about Conover either. So, this is what I think is going to well, happen. You didn't play much. Conner's like barely played, and he's older because he's Mormon. Yeah, yeah. I think Which I like. I think that Rashada will be the starter, even though he's super skinny. I wouldn't and mind. Young. I wouldn't mind seeing him start the season with the plan to redshirt, and then if things aren't going well, you pull the redshirt. But um, I've seen that happen before.
1: Um, he can play three games and still redshirt. play four. Well, even think better. about it. The number one quarterback in this class is probably going to redshirt.
3: Yeah. In well, he's number 2 actually. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, the other one's going to, too because he's going to USC. Right. So
1: he's going to sit behind Caleb. So Rashada's not going to I don't think be upset if he redshirts this year. Mm. Like he's he, he's like miles
3: I, I, away talent more talented than the I
2: I haven't seen him throw a football. So I I really sure. really wanted to see fall camp or yeah. spring actually.
1: Right, but this is just like our is initial Is he coming loss. to spring for sure? He signed yesterday.
3: Yeah, but like, is he going to enroll early? They're working it out, but he should be okay. Um, so, th- for me, this is uh, what I would. Um, this is what I would go with, uh, or what I think is going to happen. I th- I do think Rashad is going to start. I want him to start just because I have now flipped to the other side of this argument, and I think that the tall quarterback is what you got to go with. Like, wh- why not? And everybody, all the other quarterbacks, except for McLemore, are, like, six feet tall or 5'11". So, yeah, I, I'm going to say that... Don't have to go thrift
1: shopping when you're that tall. Like... <sighs>
3: This is just just, this is an all time this is an all time clunker from Jeremy today. Uh, I already have to sit next to Dan Shapiro five days a week. It's it's just like man. Uh, But anyway, I think Rashad is going to start. I think actually Borgay will be the the number two. I Uh, said that.
1: Yeah. 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 That's what I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Drew Pines going to be three. Yeah. Connor four. Macklemore five. I want to do an
2: update of this Mm -hmm. once. We get some eyeballs during spring because it it only took what a week of fall camp to realize that Paul Tyson was not going to be the quarterback. Right. So, I I really want to see right, and that's why we put put
1: Pine lower because we were like, mm.
2: I, I just I just want to see how they perform with my eyes on the field. Yeah, that but, makes sense. But
3: congratulations, guys. We've all we can all agree that we want the same starting quarterback for yeah, Arizona State we, football Yeah, and we can all year.
1: agree that we've learned from what we saw last year.
3: Yeah, sure. Henry <laughs> Jones, congrats <laughs> to him. I, I, I must Cincinnati. say, I,
1: I don't know if I love that we keep getting
2: Florida's like, you know, uh, this right? Is but they wanted him. Like, it's, but that's okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they then the, why did they screw up so bad? Because they, they didn't, didn't have the
3: money. Have the money. <laughs> like their collective didn't have the money. They don't make
1: promises you can't keep. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why you don't. Well, what does Kenny do Dillingham think about the quarterback competition, Jesse?
0: Yeah, we have five guys who can really compete for the starting job, right? Every, I, I haven't seen any of these guys throw. And people will, you know, oh, that's just tongue-in-cheek. That's what you have to say as a coach. It's not. Everybody who steps foot on the field is going to get an opportunity because guess what? I'm in my dream job. I want to see the best player play because that's going to help me win and it's going to help me be here for 30 years. Uh, so what we're looking for, we're looking for guys to come in, have a mindset to learn, to grow, to listen. Right? Don't make the same mistake twice. That's it. Don't make the same mistake twice. And that includes somebody else's mistake. You might you might not get the rep, but you heard me coach somebody else. You coach coach Baldwin, coach somebody else. Did you learn from that rep, and did you grow? And that's what we're looking for. I'm sorry, Coach.
2: There's no way you offered a guy a scholarship without <laughs> watching him throw. I think he means on his practice field. Maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what he means. He's definitely watched a ton of film on kids, um, just not as much as – or excuse me, we haven't seen as much as he has, and I think that's why we really don't know what we're
1: what we're gonna get here.
3: Jeremy, can we get to my favorite news of this whole day?
1: Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Throw me off. Go ahead. Do you, do you not know what it is? I, I have I have numbers right next to things either. I want to talk about. Like what, what's your favorite thing, Jesse?
0: Yes, it is going to happen. So going to Camp T. Love camp T. v I'm
2: sorry, they went last year, but like media wasn't allowed to go. was there ever yeah, they, a concern they, that they weren't
3: going they will they get we, they went for like oh, one day. Like that's different. I think he's no, talking it, it about wasn't,
2: like it wasn't the traditional camp tea, like when he was a grad student.
3: Yeah, I think he's talking about the camp tea this okay. year. Okay, like that's that's what I think we're gonna we're in the store for. And he said that the media is probably going to be invited. Um, so that he was gave Hawks,
2: be- he gave Hawks the look. Like, I don't see why not.
3: Up to you. <laughs> I'm very I'm very I'm very excited for this.
1: Uh, that was supposed to be the last soundbite I played, but Jesse played it. But like fifth, yeah, so. but like
3: this this is this is the most this to me like as an as someone that's covering camp to you before it is a great time especially that saturday when all the fans are there um i'm not sure the players like it too much because the, the housing situation is less <laughs> less than ideal but that's what you got to do to build toughness it's what you got to do to build toughness and they all run to uh the top of uh a mountain or whatever where there's a frank kush statue
1: since we're all going out of order here and you're talking about toughness play the soundbite that uh that kenny dillingham said about uh what position he likes to put his guys in
0: adversity response you know we're gonna put these guys in positions to fail (laughs) on a consistent basis and we want to see how they respond right we want to see how they respond again and again we want to put them in situations where they're successful how do you respond because it's easy, easy, easy to be successful and respond poorly. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for how this team meshes are basically our competitive nature.
1: Jake, you don't really hear a coach saying that he wants to put guys in positions to fail. I know, I know what he meant. Like
2: he, My first thought was military. Yeah. That was my immediate thought. Um, not that I was in the military. My father was. Uh, I have friends who were and still are. Sure. I had one friend who actually had to have his BUDS training cut short by the Navy SEALs because he refused to quit. And then one of the, you know, some of the things he's told me, I'll be a groomsman in his wedding. But he will he said, like, you, you'd be given a task and your tool is broken. Like... If it's, it's, you got to put the tool back together. you got to figure can't, it out. You can't put the tool back together. The, the so tool you, is broken. You have to find a way. But you still got to get that job done. Yeah. How are you going to react? Yeah. And, that, and that's what it is. It's it's when stuff goes wrong, and it will, because it never goes according to plan, sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. How are you going to react? And then on the flip side, he's saying the same thing. Remember when Luka, Nantes was yelling after the Suns took the took a two zero lead, and he's like, oh, you can talk tough when you're up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's easy when you're up. How you gonna? But you got to be able to know you have to keep going just as hard as you were to stay up there. I love that. So everything I'm hearing out of Kenny Dillingham, it literally just pumps me up. Yeah. Wants you, you. You want to go play? I do.
1: I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could. You still. got eligibility. Oh, we got a helmet in the other. Technically, studio. yes. Um, Jay's got eligibility. <laughs> I, I mean, we you, all. she you right? might not be able to play O line anymore, though.
3: Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, you're a D lineman. I was very versatile. I played both.
2: Yeah. yeah, I got hurt. Well, you have to in high school. Yeah. I got hurt playing deep because our defensive line got hurt.
1: So it was like, oh. Well, you know, when you go to ASU and sometimes when you're playing in a ball game. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you got to play defensive line as an O-lineman. Jake, uh,
3: almost who did you almost sack again? Former Kyle Allen. Yeah, Kyle Allen. Yeah, he
2: threw the ball over my head to Mark Andrews in the end zone for the game-winning touchdown pass. Yeah,
3: I feel like almost sacking
2: Kyle Allen is close to. He started. Hold on, a, hold on. I got a better story. The ahead. following week, guess who we
1: lost to? Kenny Dillingham. Yay! Not as a player, as a coach. Still, but he was like what, seventeen, eighteen years old? No, he was a little older. He, he was, was like the. <laughs> yeah, but he was like the offensive
2: coordinator by that point. Yeah, or the quarterbacks coach, one of the two.
3: Crazy. He started his high school coaching career when he was in high school. He coached his high school like friends. Speaking of. <laughs>
2: His high school coach is now his assistant. That yeah. to me is mind blowing. So
3: Kenny Dillingham is a riser in this industry. 32, man. Hashtag riser in this industry. <laughs>
1: That's so awesome. Um, we're talking about high school um, in Arizona, right? We're talking about high school football in Arizona. Let's yeah. talk about the kids that are staying here and, and uh, staying in Arizona to play at ASU with Kenny Dillingham, Jesse. Um Here's what uh, Kenny Dillingham had to say about keeping kids in Arizona. Well,
0: it's great just because, you know, when you're born and raised here, one of the hardest things people, people forget the human element of kids. They say, oh, well, you have a school right here. Why don't you just all come to Arizona State? That's not going to happen, right? Because when you're born and raised here and you're 17 years old, I've lived it, you don't understand how great of a place this is to live. You don't know what you don't know. And there's going to be some kids who want to go experience something. They don't think it's they think the other opportunity is better. Only because they don't know. And then they get there and they're like, holy cow, it's, uh, there's a lot of snow out here. <laughs> or holy cow, they didn't, they didn't tell me that it was going to be blank. This 48-hour visit that I took twice seemed like the dream. And now I'm here and it's not sunny with mountains. With family, right, with a city with great food, it doesn't have all these things that you don't face those obstacles when you're on a place on a 48-hour visit. So having these kids back is just showing that this is a place that people want to be, right? You don't have to go turn over every rock to realize you want to be somewhere. You can say you want to be here, and it's okay to be here. You don't have to have a reason. You don't have to have a why. I want to be here. That's my reason.
3: God. Apologies for the long cut, but like the energy. It's so his <laughs> that, big thing. That was is, my favorite cut. <laughs>
2: and he keeps saying it we didn't play it there, but a lot of people who aren't from here expect Arizona to be literally like the wild west with cowboys and dirt and like yeah, you can find Tummel that weeds and Yeah, but like
3: you don't realize like <laughs> I also enjoy
2: that. Phoenix has so. now grown because of everything that's happened in the last couple of years. We went from sixth to fourth. Like we passed Philly, man. We are literally this is Phoenix. The metro the metro stats are all over the place, but still. No, don't it's get me started crazy. on Philly. There's 6 million people in the valley, man.
1: There's 6, six million. million people coming from Philadelphia this weekend, too. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man,
3: stay 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 inside, lock your doors. <laughs> Philly fans, they're they're brutal. It's crazy. I have a lot of friends that are Philly fans.
2: Um I'm a, I do want to I do want to shout out one kid, yes, that is uh, coming back. That you may not notice him that much for ASU because he's going to be a long snapper. His name Slater Zellers. Not
1: the guy that got the um, the uh, um, targeting penalty, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Th-
3: I hope those days are over.
1: No, Slater is coming over from Cal. Continue,
2: yes. But he went to Notre Dame prep. Yeah. I've known him his entire life. He was used to be my neighbor. He's actually ranked the number one long snapper in terms of going to the NFL. Oh, I love a good long snapper. So there is a potential that Slater Zellersk will be a league devil. But again, because he's a long snapper, he's never going to be like... Right, like he'll make a tackle. That's probably the best <laughs> thing he can do, other than other than snap the ball perfectly every time. Right? Yeah.
3: Oh, we should get we should do a video with him where he like knocks over bottles, where he knocks stuff. over bottles and he like hits YouTube the target on. The, like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah there's, but there's one where it's it not him. him,
2: but it's the other cow snapper, and yeah. he literally undoes a bottle cap with the football. So cool.
3: Yeah. We we got we got to get him. We got
1: to get him on the pod. Do some fun stuff. Long snappers are great. Uh, recruiting class overall uh, 36 that's with transfers um, and then compos- according to, Accor- this to uh, record, uh, according to a f- record according to 24/ 7 okay well okay.
2: according to the press release they gave me today okay you go and say it 43 new signees including transfers and in high school kids if you break them down 15 high school prospects including freshmen 25 college transfers 21 of those are d1 and you have three juco transfers. Wow, cool! It's
3: awesome. So, thirty six. you know, obviously, I want that higher, but um, it's a good start. It's a good start, especially uh, with especially like they're, they're impending.
1: Apparently, it's tied with
3: Colorado. Forty three is yeah. tied with Colorado for the most.
1: Yeah, and also Dion in please. the country, not the pack, the country on twenty four seven. They're Prime. ranked top ten in transfer recruiting classes.
2: Yeah, it says tenth right. according to two forty seven. Eight of those were four stars coming out of high school. Aaron Frost is the highest ranked transfer, according to 247. Great. He's from Nevada.
3: Yeah.
1: It's good. Yeah. Do you want basketball? Um, spring game. You want to talk about that real quick?
3: April 15th, right after the bat run. Yeah. I mean, we could play the sound if you want to.
1: Yeah. Pack the house. Pack the house. 40,000. Yeah, I think he wants 45. Yeah. Well, he said something. Activate the valley. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a game day atmosphere. It's going to be fun. We're going to create a fun environment that's engaging to people that are there. You're going to want to be there, right? I have a few things that we're not going to say what we're going to do, but you're going to want to be there. If you're, a, if you're a student, you definitely want to be there. If you're a fan with little kids, you want to be there. If you're an adult that just ran Patron, you want to be there. You want to be there, point blank. For me, I need you there, right? If we want to win at a high level, we're going to have prospects there. In order for us to show that we're invested at a level that we're competing to recruit these kids against, we have they have to see it. I can tell people that we're activating the valley. Great. Sounds really good as a hashtag, right? <laughs> Unless people show up, we haven't activated crap. Right? So how do we do that? Show up. I don't care if you're one person coming by yourself, it matters.
1: I'm writing this down. We haven't Activated crap. It's,
3: so are they going to start putting that out on the official channel? Activate the valley. Hashtag activate the valley, but hashtag we haven't activated crap. <laughs> well, hopefully they don't have to tweet that because they are activating the valley. Yeah. You well, t- you know, until they start activating the valley, that's what I'm saying. It's
2: a free. It's a free game to go to. So if you're already in Tempe for the Pats run. And you're a fan of the game, you're all, you're literally already there. Yeah. Like, just come see. Just come out. You don't got, you don't have to stay the whole time.
1: Go check it out. But they might convince you to stay. <laughs> um basketball, Jesse. This team, um, this team needs to win immediately. <laughs> well, yeah. We talked about this after the USC and UCLA games, how important this trip to Washington was this past week. And it was a disaster. They lost twice. That's a disaster, especially losing in Pullman. Losing in Pullman was not good. There was nobody there. It was a little better than I expected. uh, Student sections showed up. I know Jake knows a lot lot about Pullman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here's where you say, I was born there. I wasn't. I was born in Spokane. I I lived three months there? What what
2: was it? I'm not sure. (laughs) I moved moved here in, in... In summer 95. You lived there at some point. I I had to.
3: I'll make a headliner video for our Twitter of just Jeremy from today. (laughs) Just getting things wrong.
2: (laughs) Pullman's so bad, my mom went to a different city to have me born. Yeah.
3: The hospitals aren't great in Pullman. (laughs) (laughs) Only an
1: hour and a half drive to Spokane.
3: Did she, anyway, did she go into labor and then they just got in the car drove an hour and a half and we're just like, you know what, we're, we're just we're not going to risk it. We're just going to we're going to drive an hour and a half. Hopefully, hopefully nothing happens. We <laughs> Well,
2: a, even if it did, I don't know. But but B, my mom's a pharmaceutical consultant, so she's smart enough to know where she's going to
1: have her child. That's yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, back Farm to basketball. Season. Uh DJ Horn unfortunate uh past three games for him. Just not great against um usc bobby called not necessarily called him out but said he just didn't like the look on his face that he had yeah. during the usc game after that game um jake wrote something on that uh on arizona you can go back and check that out and then against washington again or yeah it was against washington didn't have a great game didn't play very much uh they were playing uh uh they were playing nunez over him and uh and Got then overtime it, yeah helped us get help the team get to overtime and uh and then we find out right as we're starting to watch the Washington state game, we're like where's d j horn and the uh play by play announcer says that d j horn has been suspended due to conduct detrimental to the team that was. Quotes, I believe. Yeah. So now, while
2: still on the trip, obviously. So, is DJ Horn back? Bobby Hurley. You know, talked.
0: Teams, uh, you know, have a lot of winners in the locker room and have won a lot of games and, and have that expectation and that standard. Uh, when you go through some struggles like this. You know, things could boil over and I think for him, uh, you know, personally, he, he has a very high standard for, for his quality of play and, uh, you know, he has not reached that mark the last couple of games and, uh, you know, following the game, he was highly frustrated and, uh, and, and it resulted in, you know, the, the disciplinary action. He and I have had really good conversations over the last couple of days and he was in practice yesterday and, uh, it, it's a one-off and he'll be back in the lineup on Thursday.
3: That was a Bickley Murata on Tuesday. Yeah, Uh, I was about to say that. Jake, you've had a great show. Why? Jeremy and I have not. (laughs) For those
1: uh, who obviously don't know, I do the least amount of work on this show. (laughs) We do put a lot together over here, but Jake brings us a lot of knowledge and important information that we cannot get. And not cutting (laughs) stuff
3: off in the middle of you talking and not knowing that Pittsburgh, California was Pittsburgh, California.
2: (laughs) To be honest, the only reason why I know he's from Pittsburgh, California is because I literally just wrote and published the story on... So you Googled it? Yeah. Well, but, I, but again. I, I pulled from our previous stories about him that it's, you clearly didn't read. <laughs> it,
1: it's why is that surprising? <laughs> well, You read one last week. <laughs> <try. laughs> I read the DJ Horn story. <laughs> Which I don't believe I wrote.
2: You didn't? No. guy, I, I I wasn't working the last two basketball games.
3: No, but no, no. no it, was, talk- it was the one that you followed up on yeah. my. Remember? Yeah, you fo- the after after the USC so after game. The, so after the LA yeah, that Monday, yeah. Compelling content. Everybody's <laughs> turning off their 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 apps right now. That happened a long time I ago. I thought you meant about this.
2: <laughs> I thought you meant about the suspension.
1: No, I I meant about the just effort. Like, yeah, the effort thing. The body language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After the USC that game, that one I did right. Yeah, that was you. That was Great your idea, here. though. Congratulations! So to you <laughs>
2: again. I did. I did nothing. To myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, two if, big games. If they lose again, we're we're recording this on Thursday, so I'm going to say if, if they lose tonight, it's over. Yeah, like this is the must win game. This team, like, like Oregon State <laughs> is terrible. It's not actually a must win game. It is but, though. Oregon but it State kind is, of awful. is Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you don't beat them at home, like, like even if you do beat Oregon and UCLA and
1: Arizona, Season. which which you're not, no, like. You're still in the bubble, like it, nit one seed. It, you, you, it, <laughs> yeah.
2: You Honestly, re- at this point, they, and I and probably already have. I wouldn't even think about the daunting task of having to basically almost win out. I would literally just face it as this is our tournament to get into the tournament, and this is the this is round one. That's how I'm looking at this thing.
3: So Joey brackets uh, doesn't have ASU in in the tournament as as of the most recent bracket that I read. Uh, ASU is now um, this is, uh, ASU is now I believe sixth in the conference, so they would not get a bye during the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas in March. Um, They're six and five in the conference, fifteen and seven overall. Oregon State is the second to worst team in the conference. They're three at eight in the conference. They're nine and thirteen. They need to win this game tonight. Um, ASU, uh, you know, Oregon is apparently a little bit better than ASU as far as conference play goes. Seven and four, even though ASU blew them out. Thirteen and nine. They got to win both these games. That's just my opinion. Um,
1: we talked about this a week and a half ago, yeah, t- but they got to do it again. <laughs> like we talked about how they probably needed to literally went out starting with the Washington They case. didn't need to win out, but they I needed thought to they get did. close. Ma- they needed like to. Now
3: they almost have to. Yeah. 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 Um, I think they're going to lose both games this week. No, stop Let, it. Let's say that, they that, that, that's me eight being games serious.
1: Left? These two, uh, two on the road, Utah, Colorado. So, uh, so it's two, USC two, two, and eight, three, right? Eight. That's nine.
2: So yeah, two, 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 three. So, yeah. so nine. Yeah. Seventy-two, let's say.
3: Yeah, they're in. It'd be twenty-two and nine.
2: But those law, lo- the two more losses come to U of A and UCLA. It's fine, but they beat UC- USC. But they beat they USC can also, and they and they they sweep. And it's a good win over Utah. If they can beat them. Another good win over Colorado. And then you play a
3: bad Stanford team, a bad Cal team, um, Oregon and Oregon schools. They could also pick up a quad one win in the Pac-12 tournament. Yes, on a neutral floor. So let's let's remember that.
0: Yeah,
1: um, um, Jake, you wrote uh, the other day about um, they have three quad one wins right now. Correct? I believe that's what it was. We yeah. had to go through them. It was it was Oregon on the road, Colorado, and Creighton.
2: And Creighton, yeah. It was all because of the no,
1: uh, but Michigan wasn't a quad win, quad one win at the time.
2: Well, it's not what it was at the time. Oh, it's what it's, they are now. So, if a team are. sucks and you beat them, and they were supposed to be good, well, that, that kind of sucks for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's because all of these wins have come on the road against top seventy-five teams. Quad one is home, uh, fifty road, top seventy-five. What's neutral site, Jesse? Top fifty, something like that. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, have. No if home, if home is top <laughs> fifty, if home, neutral site could even be top seventy-five. It could be neutral site slash on the
1: road. Yeah, it might. It might be top yeah, seventy five. Both. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would to have to. Honest, I, I have I, to do I, some serious I don't research don't know much here. about quads.
2: But, but bottom. <laughs> but so the the all like but at the same token, they have a quad four loss. Yes. To a team who has five wins, six wins, I think, in Texas Southern. So that could be an Achilles' heel. <sighs> I mean, like I said, there's, they went on
1: a really big winning streak right now. Are you looking that. for their
3: neutral record?
1: No, he's looking to what see is what is a the-
2: quad 1 at a neutral site. What is the ranking? Cuz I know it's top 50 at home, top 75 on the road, but I'd be willing to guess it's top 75 on the road or neutral. Yeah, what's the um definition of a quad 1? Yeah.
3: Uh quad one at home is one for thirty, neutral, one, one to fifty th- away, one to seventy five.
2: So that's what it is. Top thirty at home, fifty on the uh, neutral, seventy five away. The two road the the Oregon and the Colorado ones on the road are what's really
1: helping. And this this ranking it, it goes from the AP rankings or like what where's the rankings come from? Like
2: it I mean it it's based on the net. Yeah, it's all net yeah. Which you can find on NCA.com. Like that, 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 that one's a pretty uh, objective uh, ranking system. Got it. Um, but Jesse's right. If, if, if they can get another one of those quad, if, if they can get to the championship game, because, because that's big a big task. Because now, because remember, oh, yeah, we talked about this. They're not looking good to get a bye. So mm-hmm. now you're going to have to play four days in a row if you get to the chip. So, I mean, at, at this point, you're in tournament mode.
0: You, you have yeah. you
2: have to be in tournament mode, and you have to just take every
1: game, as in you win this, and you advance to the next one. One more thing before we go, and we talked about this uh, a week and a half ago as well, how um, when when, these, when this team gets to the tournament, if they had a bye, they would have only had to win two games to you get... St- you would start in the quarters if you have a bye. Right. They
3: have to win three.
2: Right. So
1: now they have to win... To win the tournament. Yeah. Right, but in this now scenario, if they don't get a bye, they now have that extra game, they can win two games, get knocked out in the whatever, and but they get that extra two wins, possibly. Possibly. I
2: mean, it, it it can go either way, right? Let's say you end up being the five seed, okay? So now you're going to play the 12 seed. That's a really bad basketball team. Yeah. You have to win that game. Maybe you don't look great in that game, but then you end up having to play the next round, whatever they didn't play yesterday, right? Because it's it's the pac yeah, tournaments yeah. every day. So even if you did get two wins, you're now playing that third game. You've, you're playing your third game in third days. They only played two games, like most likely. So, it, right. But here, here's the they thing: they could get blown out, is what I'm saying. You could get a really ugly loss Got to it. a good team, and that could hurt you. Whereas you would hope if they did lose, it was a very
1: competitive loss, much like the UCLA. But game. then that five-four matchup is possibly another quad one win, is what I'm getting at too. Yes. Yes.
2: It, yes. But like I said, that's why I
1: said it, it can literally go either way. Yeah. It, it, you just don't. You cannot lose that next matchup by forty points.
2: Correct. Like if you if you are going to lose, it's going to have to be to a top four team in the conference, and it's going to have to be competitive. And that's, right. and that's if you win, you know,
1: six seven games the rest of the season. But my point is, it might be good to have that extra game instead of the buy because yeah. you get you. Then you get that, you know, you get two wins, get knocked out instead of, you know, you get two wins. You have to win against the two be- two of the best teams, basically, to get to the finals. Anyway, we're we're getting into semantics. They have to win these next two games against uh, Oregon and Oregon State. Oregon State is tonight at 6 p.m. You can hear that on the Arizona Sports app. Um, and I believe it's on 98.7 as well. Correct. It is. Um, you can also check out. Uh, the Oregon game that's on Saturday, definitely on the Arizona Sports app, um, at eight p.m. Correct. So, with that, Jesse, you said they're going to lose both games. Jake? I
3: unfortunately, I just I feel like they're rotting some bad momentum right now. Jake, what 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 is your gut telling you?
2: I think they win tonight. Oregon, Oregon's a tough team. They're up and down. They just lost to Stanford, a it, and that's years. exactly they're they're very inconsistent. So it depends on which Oregon team shows up. It's a Saturday. I know the football team's going, or a lot of the football players are going tonight. Um, but Saturday, home, you, you hope you just have enough energy in the in the crowd to basically be like, kind of get the ball rolling again,
1: and then we'll see where it takes them. But Would love to see DJ Horn have a really nice uh, um, bounce-back game tonight. Would really love to see that. Um, and also, I, I think they win both of these games. Also, people might be looking for stuff to do when they get into town for the Super Bowl and Waste Management Open, or WM Phoenix Open, my fault. Um, but, it, you know, if you want to go out to that game on Saturday, if, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good idea to support some really nice local uh, sports. It'd be a, a good game to go to, especially against the Oregon school that, you know, been up and down in ASU as well. Suns are out of town.
3: Yeah. Just exactly. ignore the quality of the arena, though. Just you'll have fun. Watch the game. Just, just you know, there's some good food options. Just enjoy those.
1: Anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of State of the Sun Devils. You can follow us on Twitter at azsportsdevils. You can check out Jake's articles on arizonasports.com for Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson. I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll talk to you on Saturday. (laughs) Ciao.